Show. I'm your host, Michael J. And this is Hypertropical. I'm happy to have back the man behind the boards. Someday he'll, that he'll admit that he has. Evgeny, welcome back to the show. Hi, Michael. So, still only one board. There's a bottle on the board, but it's only one board. That's what you say, but I know the truth. The truth is that there's a bottle on my board. And you're mixing using a board with knobs and dials and all that good stuff. There's a bottle on my board. There is wine on my wood. How simply can I say that? that? That sounds a little too personal for me. Um, wow. Okay. I don't know where you were taking that, but, uh, I don't either. Okay. I don't either, but uh, I think we're going to get, we're going to go right into, uh, the warm up game. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. It's safe that way. Yes. So as usual, we're going to do a little warm up game, who, what, where, when, and why. And today we're going car shopping. So who do you want to go car shopping with? Where are you going to go car shopping? What kind of car are you going to get? When are you going to do this and why? Um, okay. So car shopping. I'm going with Mario Andretti. Okay. Yeah. Race um, car driver. Makes sense. Well, I think if anyone's going to find something wrong with the vehicle, it's going to be someone who has spent their entire life pushing a vehicle to their mechanical limits. And I don't want to buy a lemon, so I think if I've got an Andretti with me, I'll be good there. Okay. I'll even get a car with a good crash rating because they're going to know what it's like to go into a wall at over 170 miles an hour. Yes, but that's an especially designed race car. Who said I'm shopping for regular cars? I was just going to ask. Are you shopping for uh, like an Indy car or whatever those other cars are that they race? Uh, we're going to go ahead. Yeah, we're going to shop for a Formula One car okay. with an optional lift kit. So depending on where I'm driving that day, you know, I may go ahead and float up the suspension, put it on some 24s. Or if I plan on driving on some smooth streets, you know, drop it down to the racing selects. Are you going to have one of those uh, cars? Are you going to have it so like the hydraulics, you can like dance in them? Like have them go up and down at your, at your pleasure? No, I'm not going to go that overboard with it. Oh, man. But I am going to have a, uh, I am going to have a sag wagon following me everywhere I drive. That way, you know, if I need to do a pit stop, the crew can just hop out of the sag wagon, hop in, do what they need to, hop back in the wagon. What is a sag wagon? Um, okay, so some of my family was actually athletic, and they used to do road biking all the time. And the sag wagon is the vehicle that drives from checkpoint to checkpoint on these 100-mile, 150-mile bike rides. Okay. And make sure that you've got plenty of protein bars, plenty of water. Um, if you get a flat, they're the ones that can check in on you and make sure you're good. Okay, that's cool. That's a smart idea. Well, I mean, if I'm going to be driving something like that, yeah, I need to have a pit crew. So you're essentially buying two vehicles. Um, no, I'm just buying the one, but I'm assuming if I've got enough of a budget to buy the one that the dealership, aka the race team, will yeah. throw in the pit crew for free. Oh, that makes sense. That seems totally normal. Nothing about this is normal, but yes, <laughs> yes, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. You're right on that. <laughs> <laughs> what color car are you going to have? Or is it going to have like sponsor logos all over it? Um, 
honestly, I've always been attracted to the uh, Marlboro open cars, open wheel race cars. Um, just the way they do the red and white logoing on them, I've always liked it. So it's gonna look like a giant pack of cigarettes on wheels. Essentially, yeah. So over the hood, we have the Surgeon General's warning. No, that's that's right above that would, the back bumper. Okay. Yeah, as long as you got that on there, that'd be cool. <laughs> you know, I've always wondered if the indie cars actually do put the small warning on there somewhere just for the giggles. I have no idea. I don't watch race car driving enough to tell you. Uh, <laughs> is your car also going to be wrapped in cellophane? You have to tear it open when you want to get in the car? Hmm. No, no. No, you're that that's way too much effort. Although I, mean, you, I think you do have a crew with you, so I mean they could do all the work. Yeah, I know, but cellophane, eh, I don't want anyone to have to mess with that. Okay. I will get a double decker semi though, so we can just park the car in the bottom. Okay. Yeah, we need double decker semis, man. And where are you gonna park the semi? Your house. I don't know how big of a street you think I live on that's gonna be able to hold all these semis that you keep planning to park outside my house, but okay, go for there's, it. there's the food truck semi, there's the car semi. And there's uh, the uh, Charlie Chaplin uh, Oh yeah, the Chaplin experience. Yeah. yeah. How many semis was that? Was that like seven or eight? There were a few. And you, yeah, you, you also you said you're going to have a room. fleet of, you don't have a fleet of food trucks. I don't think my street is that long. You've got plenty of room for 30 semis. Okay. If you say so. I assume, like, when I picture where you live, Michael, I assume you live in, like, this 4,000 square foot on an acre and a half. <laughs> on the world's longest road? And then world's second longest road. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I figure your, your entire driveway is I-80. <laughs> that would suck. Only during the winter when it gets snowed in. But also, I'd have to deal with traffic on my driveway every day. That's why you get a snowplow to just ram the traffic off the road. Yeah, but then I'm going to get woken up by cars crashing into my house. If you've got a driveway that long, we're talking about cars that are like in California, man. Come on. <sighs> <laughs> so who are you going car shopping with? All right. You're going to have to work with me on this a little bit. All right. Because I hate car shopping. Okay. It's, it's a pain. It's, there's really nothing fun about it. So I am going to turn my car shopping experience into a competition. And I am going to have the world's best hostage negotiators. I'm going to have world diplomats. I'm going to have political lobbyists, sports agents, people that negotiate for a living, all compete. And Why have that many people? All you need is Kissinger. Because just watching one old dude negotiate isn't that interesting. At least I'm going to be subjected to car shopping. At least I can watch a competition. Maybe we could, have wa- we could have wagering on the side. So you're going to see which negotiator can negotiate the best deal, and you're going to bet on their negotiating skills? That is true. Yes. 100%. Hmm. So, so when I go car shopping, we'll bring a, a bunch of negotiators with. They have to get the best car at the lowest price. Okay, so they have to be able to get a Tesla for the cost of a candy bar. Whatever it takes. Now, that being said, though, what car would you actually want to go for? Well, here's the thing. Because it's a competition, there's going to be multiple rounds. I think I'm going to 
turn it into a television show. So each week there'll be new negotiators. And then the winners at the end of the season go into a playoff. In the meantime, they're all getting me out. They're buying me all these new cars. So I don't really care what kind because eventually I'm going to end up with some awesome cars. You're turning this into a really messed up version of The Bachelorette. Yeah, but no roses. No, there's got to be roses. Okay. I'm not sure how you'd incorporate them, but I'm not giving out roses to the negotiators. Hood ornaments shaped like roses? You know, if you want to, if you want to compete on the show, I'll get you a spot. And you want to swap out the, the Mercedes logo uh, hood ornament for uh, a rose? Go ahead. I honestly, I was going to win your heart by getting you a three cylinder 1997 Geo Metro. <laughs> um, with a hood okay. ornament of Bob Saget reclining on a beach chair. That would actually be a really cool hood ornament. And it's going to be life-size because I'm just going to steal Bob Saget, put him in plaster, and then paint him gold. Well, see, if you are able to negotiate a Geo Metro with Bob Saget as the chauffeur, I think you have a pretty good shot of winning. The better question here, could either of you actually fit into a Geo Metro? I don't know, but it make for entertaining television. Because you're somewhat tall. Bob is somewhat tall. Yeah, we're not that tall. I mean, we're not like the Kempe Matumbo seven foot whatever yeah that that's uh that's a little too tall mk so yeah basically i'm gonna go i'm gonna turn my car shopping into a competition to my benefit and i'm gonna end up with all sorts of cars so you might want to get a tesla for me you might want to get a mercedes for me you might want to get a mclaren for me you might want to get a race car for me And where are you going to park them? I mean, I, all my semis are taking up your driveway. No. Well, you said they're all on the street. Apparently, my driveway is the size of I-80, so I think I'll have plenty of space. Why don't you just go ahead and abscond with the entire like United States National Highway System? Uh, I, you know, I'm not that uh, self-centered. I'm willing to share. Let's take a step back for a second and admire that I used the word abscond correctly for a change. I'd admire it more if you could spell it correctly. No. <laughs> well, you know what? I think how this is going to work is in my show, season one will be competing for to be the best negotiator and give me the best car at the best price mm-hmm. using your own money. Season two well, is going to be- you're definitely getting a Geo Metro. <laughs> season two is going to be building me the world's best garage to store all these cars. So whoever the construction crew was for Jay Leno's garage is pretty much going to win it. I don't know. There might be some other creatives out there. I hate the word creatives. I don't know why I just use it either. It just made me feel like I was inside an Apple store all of a sudden. (laughs) All right. Well, before I uh, cause you to lose your mind further, shall we jump into the main game? Yeah, let's, let's do that. And you probably will lose your mind further as we get into this. And one and two and three and four and yes and no and go. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Did I break you? Yeah. Please don't do that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, onto our main game. Today, we are going to create the latest, greatest exercise fad. There's been lots of crazy exercise fads over the years from the Jazzercise movement to Zumba. Zumba, is it? 
Zumba, Zumba, I don't know. Zumba. Zumba. Uh, I think there was like step aerobics was big for a little while. Um, way, way too much spandex. Just way too much spandex. CrossFit might be going the way of a fad. Um, I don't know. That's actually pretty effective from what I've seen. Yeah, but they all seem effective for a little while. What was the one that Suzanne Summers used to have an infomercial for? Was it the Thigh Master or something? Yes. Oh my goodness. That thing was annoying. <laughs> They're eight minute buns. My ex wife had like the thing for the breasts, the Thigh Master. She had all the fad stuff. And it's like, oh my goodness. So there's a lot of money to be made in this. So I want to know the name of your fad. I want you to explain it. Tell us what the requirements and recommendations are for the exercise, um, who your celebrity endorser is, and what kind of merch you're going to sell. Okay, so the exercise craze is Metalcore with Jay Weinberg. Okay, I get the Metalcore part. Right. That's some sort of music. And Jay Weinberg is somebody I go to Temple with? No, Jay Weinberg is the son of Max Weinberg. Okay, from uh, E Street Band. Yeah, so really famous drummer, and his kid is now a controversially famous drummer for Slipknot. Okay. Yeah. So, honestly, I've listened to old Slipknot, and I've listened to new Slipknot, and I've watched them both live. And Jay actually does a lot better double bass pedal work than Joey did. I know a lot of people who listen to this that listen to Slipknot are now going to come find me and punch me in the face. I'm okay with that. Please punch me on the left cheek. No violence, please. But what we're going to be looking at here is for the one-time investment of $4,000, Okay. you purchase a drum set with all the necessary soundproofing to be able to do this anywhere, your house, your apartment, your workplace, you know, anywhere. And it comes with a four-hour instructional video at five levels, so no rhythm to somewhat rhythm. To holy crap, you might as well be the drummer for Slayer. Okay. Yeah. And along with this, it's an instructional video on how to live the rock star diet of copious amounts of alcohol, very little food, vegan food, and a lot of calorie burn through drumming for two to three hours a day. That's actually a really cool concept. Price, mm-hmm. Pricing aside. Well, I mean, okay, a good drum set is going to run you about $1,500 to $2,000. Then all the soundproofing is going to run you another $1,000. But why do you have to soundproof? Well, okay, Travis Barker used to have this method of soundproofing where he would pack the drums with packing peanuts. (laughs) And it does a really good job deadening them. So much so that he was actually able to take a drum set on a cruise ship going from, I think it was England back to the U.S. Yeah. And no one around him complained because they weren't able to actually hear the drums. Interesting. Also, good electronic drum kits run you about 2500 to 3000 So there's that too. Right. Maybe gyms will just buy a bunch of drum kits and set them up in the gym. Exactly. And we're yeah. also teaching yeah. people the valuable lesson of rhythm while they lose weight and become alcoholics. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, where, do you think, where do you think that extra thousand goes to? So it comes with liquor? Yes, it comes with set? liquor. It comes with a thousand dollars of the liquor of your choice. Oh, interesting. Yes. 
Is it is it easier to to learn to get rhythm when you're drunk than when you're sober? Um. Well, okay. The reason I'm putting the alcohol in there is a real life analogy here. I used to be in a Celtic punk band. Not going to tell you which one because I don't want you looking it up. <laughs> and we noticed that if we were the closing band for the night and there were like three or four openers, I would be pretty liquored up before we got on stage. And the songs would be, on average, 20 to 25 BPM quicker than during rehearsal. So there's, there's that. Um, also, if we were playing like a bar gig where we were playing two sets in a four-hour period, yeah. the second set was a lot faster because I was a lot more drunk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So your fad is going to be loud and drunk. No, responsibly what? volumed. Remember, they're either properly muffled drum kits or they're oh, electronic sure. okay. drum sets. Sure. Okay. That's I care. Fair. I care about noise ordinances. Okay. Surprisingly. All right. So it and uh, Max Weinberg's son is your celebrity endorser, or is he just the guy who's putting the program together? Uh, no, he's the celebrity endorser. He's the instructor. Jay Weinberg is pretty much. Wow, I was getting ready to say he's our Suzanne Summers, and then I felt the sudden <laughs> urge to punch myself. Wow. No violence. We don't need the violence. Okay. Uh, okay, Jay Weinberg is our Billy Mays. Okay. Good choice. Yeah, he's, he's uh, charismatic enough to be our Billy Mays. All right, so we know you have to have a drum kit. Mm-hmm. You have to have alcohol. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that's required or recommended? doing this we would, uh, exercise we would want you to do a vegan diet but you know the diet is your own so food is not included but okay. you're definitely going to want to have something to help with the alcohol sure right um okay. now the good thing about this it doesn't have to be the most healthy of diets i mean you could go on a pizza diet but you're going to be burning enough calories just from like three to four hours of drumming a day that it's not really going to matter the only thing that you're going to notice is lacking is suddenly you're not going to have a social life but that may not be a bad thing for you <laughs> i mean you michael and i'm not talking about the audience in general i just mean you okay i appreciate you looking out for me hey i care i care uh, michael yeah sure you do <laughs> <laughs> so uh when you're when you've totally bought into this program and you're constantly drunk and Bashing sticks against your drum kit, and you want to support the cause more. What kind of merch is going to be available for you to buy? Um, ooh, that that is a good question. I would say signature drum heads for your drum set. I would I would work with Remo, and I would come up with some like two ply, yeah, two ply coated ambassador heads that were signature series. What What do you mean by? drum heads or ambassador heads because i'm picturing like little (laughs) funko pop characters or something okay um so two ply heads just mean that it's one drum head then you have a layer of thin oil and then a second drum head like squeezed right on top of that so that's a two ply drum head the ambassador series is a specific line from remo the drum head manufacturer and coded just means it has that nice um 
nice rough white coating on it like a vintage drumhead does. So they've got a lot of attack, um, not much sustain, but they've got really good tone to them. So you just get a really good quick tone and it it's good for a practice drum head. It's also good for like recording studio environments or live. Okay. Yeah. So like upgrades to your drum kit is essentially. What oh, hell saying. yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I figure like cool. the entry level drum set will come with like Evans drum heads and then you upgrade to Remo. And then all of a sudden you realize that what was I doing with Evans? They're simply inferior. Evans, I love you, but you're not good for punk or metal. Did you tell me the name of your fad? Yeah. Metalcore something or other. I'll have to listen to the recording. (laughs) (laughs) Metalcore something or other. Right. All right. Well, if I don't have to pay $4,000, I'll be happy to try it out. You can can borrow my kit. All right, cool. I probably won't drink, so I'll only get half the experience. I was about to say, I don't even think you had a drink when I saw you in Chicago. Nope. You don't drink, do you? I do not. Okay, then you can spend your $1,000 on the vegan diet. Okay. If if you're not going to drink, we'll force you to go vegan. Okay. <laughs> so what about your exercise fad? All right. Well, I have two again. But of I'm course. not going to Yeah, I'm not going to have you choose because I already know which one you're going to hate and which one you're going to potentially like. Okay, a little bit of background for the audience here. I'm a 375-pound, 5 foot 11 individual. So anything we say about exercise, don't listen to me. Michael, on the other hand, is a six foot something twig. Listen to him. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a twig. Um, you're a twig. Okay. Do you want to hear the one that you're absolutely going to not like or the one that there's a potential you're going to like? Um, whenever I'm given the good news, bad news situation, I always go bad news first. That way it goes up from there. Okay. All right. So this one that hasn't really been thought through, but it's, it's still an idea that okay. I'm going to pursue and you're not going to like it. Okay. And it's called the, the fad is going to be called the, let me see if I can pronounce this right. Uh, the Mankiniachi. No, <laughs> let, let me explain. No, so, let me explain. So you can forcibly say no, even harder. The, the Mankiniachi fad is exactly what it sounds like. You become part of a mariachi band dressed in mankinis. And you, <laughs> Okay, you, you sold me at mariachi. And mariachi bands are all about moving, going from table to table or space to space. So you're always going to be moving. So it's like a slow, it's a slower activity. It's not like, I hate running. Like, I don't want to be running back and forth. And that, that kind of exercise is not for me. Mariachi band, you kind of stroll. You're still burning a, cal- a couple calories here or there. It's the mobile mariachi of sexual harassment. <laughs> That's how you look at it. I look at it as warm weather, appropriately dressed, sort of. <laughs> how is a mankini appropriately dressed? For the weather, not for the people. Okay, for the weather. Yes. And so, and I, I also prefer to exercise like with others because I find exercising boring. So I prefer team sports. So by being part of a mariachi band, you're part of a team. You're moving around, you're playing your music, you're getting into it. So you're, you're burning calories and that's going to be the fad. We're going to turn mariachi music into its own exercise fad. And the way we're going to differentiate it is by the mankinis. And you could be a, it could be a man or a woman. doesn't matter. We'll have mankinis for everybody. 
and obviously that'll be a big part of our merch line. And um, of course, Borat is our celebrity endorser. He's really into the uh, the Mankiniachi movement. And it's great for like for gyms because they can just buy a whole bunch of mankinis they can resell to their members and they can provide the instruments. And then the different mariachi groups can go around the gym playing random songs for random people working out. And then they'll want to, the people that are working out that are listening to this mariachi music are going to want to join the movement. So it just keeps perpetuating itself. Huh. <laughs> huh. So I think I was right in saying you're going to hate this idea. You going to play the bass? Sure. I don't know how, but sure. Well, I mean, I, I figure you need a tall instrument. Well, big instrument for you. Let's cover that's up a- that mankini because that's something I just don't want to see. <laughs> so you're the bass player. Yep. You're the bass player. You don't get a choice. Uh-huh. All right. So that's my first concept for a new exercise fad. Okay. So let me hear your first concept for the exercise fad now that you've done your warm up. No, that was my first one. That's a serious endeavor that I'm going to be pursuing after the show. Mankinis are never serious. Oh, this is going to be. It's the Mankiniachi movement. First the boards, now the Mankinis. Are you seriously (laughs) trying to drive me to drink? (laughs) No, I would never want you to drink. So what's what's the second idea? (laughs) Okay, the second one, I think you might get behind. I, I could be wrong. Okay. But... You're starting to worry me. <laughs> I guarantee you'll like this one more than the Mankiniachi movement. Anything I will like more than the Mankini Mariachi movement thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to be huge, the Mankiniachi movement. But you'll see. I don't want to see anything huge in a Mankini. <laughs> oh, I set myself up for that, didn't I? I can't believe <laughs> I went there. Oh, now I feel <laughs> dirty. Yep. Well. Okay, I'm just going to take a drink of my wine really quick, and then we're going to move on to the second idea here. All right, so my second exercise fad, once the Mankiniachi movement dies out, which I don't think it ever will die out, I think it's going to be hugely popular. It's just going to become like the exercise to do. Uh, My second one is going to harken back to my childhood, and I used to love to play a game that, at least around here, we call Capture the Flag. You ever play Capture the Flag? Yeah, um, I used to do some weird scout offshoot thing, and there was a 50-acre ranch where we used to play capture the flag on. So you know that you have two sides, each side has a flag in the back, and your goal is to cross over to the other side and get the flag without being tagged out. Yeah, there was a survive for a week in the wilderness aspect to ours, but yeah, Yeah. kind of the same thing. So and if you get caught, then you go to the jail on the other team side. You have to get broken out by your teammates. And, or you go to the cabin and you actually have real food and you decide not to get rescued. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, capture the I'm flag. trying to relive the, the fun childhood version of capture the flag. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so in this version, it's become an exercise fad is going to be capture the pie. And instead of a flag on each side, you have the chairman of the FCC? No, not not that pie, not PAI. PIE. Okay, there'll, the edible kind. A, the edible kind. You'll have a freshly baked pie that the other team is guarding. Each side will have one. And your goal is to run over to the other side. That's hence the exercise. Grab that pie and bring it back to your side. And then you can enjoy it. 
Now, you're going to have to have many, many backups for the Pi because you'll probably drop it on the way. Um, is, is this going to be full contact capture the flag? I'm getting there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting there. So you'd think, you know, when kids play capture the flag, it's usually on a flat field, you know, very simple, just on grass, no impediments, no obstacles. You just got to avoid the people. Right. But we're trying to incorporate exercise. And we know that like American Ninja Warrior is a hot exercise trend right now. So there'll be like gauntlets and different things you have to cross over. There'll be water elements, um, walls you have to climb, trenches you have to crawl under. Red Rover with people in mankinis. Absolutely not. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I finally got you to admit that mankinis are disgusting. No, just a red rover line full of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so you basically have to go through an obstacle course to get the pie. So that will also help your exercise. Now, if you get, if you capture the pie and get it over to your side, you can eat it as your reward. That better be a good pie. <laughs> you would think. At least you're getting a workout trying to get it. It better be a cheesecake. It could be whatever you want. I mean, you know, we're going to license this to different gyms and stuff. So it doesn't have to be outdoors. It could be indoors, you know, a smaller playing space. So they could have whatever type of awesome dessert the, that the folks, that their members want. I, I like where you're going with the licensing here. Yeah. I mean, all good fads are licensed at some point. Now, now let me see. Let me see if I can guess this really quick. Yeah. Um, I want to see if I can guess the inner workings of Michael here. Oh Your celebrity spokesperson. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> is either going to be Dave Coulier or Bob Saget. Um, I'm going to say no. Then who? I think it is going to be Krusty the Clown. Okay, so obviously someone dressed up as Krusty. Yeah, or the cartoon. Because Bob Saget dressed up as Krusty the Clown? Sure. <laughs> Why not? There you go, Bob. Here's your uh, new gig. Because clowns have a uh, uh, a good history of pie. Some could even call it a fetish. I'm going with good history. Okay, you go uh, with that. <laughs> so I think my celebrity spokesperson will be Krusty the Clown. Um, and, you know, he might show up at various events or competitions. Uh, they're featuring Capture the Pie. Um, it may, maybe, you know, he throws a pie in your face, uh, gets a couple laughs and, uh, go about playing your, your capture the pie. Okay. Very interesting. What about merch? Um, so merch will be, well, obviously license the brand, um, for like those convenience store pies, you know, like those, I think they're like hostess pies or whatever that come in like the little plastic or not the plastic but like uh like the wax paper packaging hostess or little debbie Host, yeah whatever those are it's yeah. like one cheap one dollar pies whatever they are so we'll have like capture the pie branded pies like convenience <laughs> store pies um headbands uh, sweatbands things like that um because when you're running around and you're carrying a you're trying to carry a pie back through this obstacle course back to your side at some point you're probably gonna drop it right and it might get all over you. So at least if you have like sweatbands on or headband on, you can use that to kind of wipe off some of the 
some of the mess so you can keep going on the obstacle course without remnants of the pie getting in your way. Okay. Good, good choice there. Yeah. And just to uh, make you happy, we'll probably have some capture the pie mankinis available. You know, we may want to wrap this up before I throw up now, man. Ew. You've replaced the whale in my nightmares way too many times this episode. No, but I might, I, I, I won't do mankinis, but we might have, uh, we might sell leg warmers. Uh, huh? Yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. No, it doesn't. Wow. Yeah. You are an odd duck. That's one way of putting it kindly. I think it's the only way to put it. All right. I'm going to, uh, Go let you scrub your mind of these nightmares that I've created for you. I have to listen to this again. You do. And again. You do. But no more than twice. (laughs) Please. You know you're going to be listening to this on repeat for weeks on end. I feel sorry for a couple of our hardcore listeners that are going to be hearing this, Michael. That's why we have hardcore listeners. They come for the whatever it is that we produce every week. (laughs) And then we have to remind them, don't listen and drive. That too. That too. Well, thanks for uh, joining me again and uh, subjecting yourself to hypothetical. I appreciate it, Jenny. Where can people find you online? They can find me either at theinkdwell.com or on Twitter and Instagram at theinkdwell. Awesome. Well, thanks again. I appreciate it. That's it for this episode of Hypothetical. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore hypothetical and subscribe to Hypothetical on your podcast player choice. Until next time, this is Hypothetical. Now with more mankinis. You got to keep that in.